This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. This episode of Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Fetch Your Ass Bus Drivers. Hey, you know in that fast-paced 21st century your kids are living in, they got places to be and people to see. So your school district definitely should hire Fetch Your Ass Bus Drivers. Our drivers are specially trained to get your kids' asses to and from school with no consideration to speed limits or 25-mile-an-hour school zones. Those signs ain't for us. We'll make sure that your kid's bus is hauling ass so they'll never miss an important event or drinks with you, the cool mom. If some rando gets thumped, well, fuck them. They should have looked both ways. We got future leaders on this bus who got to be home in time for TRL and lacrosse practice. So hitch a ride with Fetch Your Ass Bus Drivers. TRL reference. I fucking love it, dude. Nice. That was time appropriate. how to use the fader and everything it's 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 weird around here welcome everybody the to... little boy's all grossed up <laughs> i know he's all grossed up on his face welcome to bev's video kingdom and you can't see this but we got some new stuff happening right now yeah. i am working the controls on the board yep. which is the first time anybody other than brad has worked the controls well it's because you know my hands got chopped off in a freak accident this last week. So uh, since I don't have hands, it's all Scott. I had to jump in, you know, and yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm I'm running the board now, and um, and for there's another reason, and we'll tell you about that later. A little surprise, but um, ooh, and also it's, it's ooh, probably surprises. It's probably good to have somebody else that actually knows how to do this in case you actually can't make a show. Which are, you're the only member that's actually made every single show now, right? This is truth. Yeah. Yeah. I and I guess, yeah. Now this is going to be like a reason for me to take a, like a seven episode vacation or something. I know. I can handle this shit. Journeyman Brad. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, we, we haven't got through the episode yet. I don't know. I might screw this up. So yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm joined by my, uh, my co-host Brad, obviously. And, uh, I Zach, got no hands. You got no hands. And, and Zach, how you doing, bud? I am here. 
<laughs> and we appreciate you. I have made it. I have arrived. Yeah. Have you been journeying around the world or something? Like, have you been all over the place? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you a story off the air about my day today. Oh, lovely. Cannot mm. share it on the air. That's great. That's great pod right there. <laughs> mention a story and then don't mention anything about it to anyone. He, he I can't may, tell you he may be wanted it. right now in like six no, states. There's somebody that's wanted in the story, but it's not me. Oh, geez. So we're, we're also joined by a couple of lovely ladies and, well... I mean, there's a reason we brought them here, because we're talking about. <laughs> so they're, so not, it's, they're not real. It, that's not why we brought them here. We brought them here because they're amazing and and they've been on the show before, and you've heard their voices. We have Carrie. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm sure some people are listening to the afternoon. Good night. That was, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It could be good morning for some folks. It could be good evening for some folks. And we have Melissa. I have no idea what I'm doing here. Yeah. yeah. See, she was nice enough to jump jump in with us. You're welcome. We are discussing the movie Mean Girls. And so Scott, yeah, he, he buried the lead that we were thinking about the meanest girls we know. I was like, oh, well, my Dude. wife, of course. So I literally, I literally, Brad was like, who should we have on for the Mean Girls episode? And I decided not to send the text because I was like, I don't know how this will be taken. But I was like, Melissa's fucking mean. We could, could we have Melissa on? And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Only to Brad, not to anybody else. That's actually really true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Appropriate. What was Appropriate. the sign you put on my back at a party one time, Zach? It said ice cold or something Ooh. along those lines. Oh, that sounds about right. I don't yeah. remember. I you may have been drinking. You took it off of yeah. the ice bin and put it on my back. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, a lot of bullying in our in our friendships. Reputations are earned. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I want to change all my answers now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These so, boys are bitter after I judge their draft. That's actually very true. Um, <laughs> we I don't want to talk about that right now. And uh, so we were talking about Mean Girls, which, you know, I was looking at some of our, our demographics and it makes a lot of sense because we have 70% male audience. Yeah. And so this is a perfect movie for that. And 30% um, mean women, though. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting movie. I'm hosting. I didn't. I don't remember actually picking this. I don't know really who did. So my wife asked that question. She's like, this must be a Nate pick. And I was like, no, we did a Nate movie last yeah. week. It can't be Nate's and he's not even going to be there. So I know we, we all got together and we were talking about movies and this came out, but I don't remember who, who brought it up. I think you were drunk and you're just like, fuck it. I got it. I mean, I do enjoy the movie. I really do. And I, I was happy to host it, but I was going, who the hell picked this? And so I guess I'm going to host it, but I actually, I really do enjoy it. And, you know, hopefully... Guys aren't looking at this and going, "Oh shit, I don't like that movie." But I'm out. This I, a, I don't give a fuck about th- any. This of is a great podcast. <laughs> if you're if you're a dude listening, this is one you can tell your lady. Hey, this podcast did Mean Girls. You like Mean Girls? You should listen to their podcast. So this, let's get that that female audience number up we'll a little bring bit. Them in. So what year? What year did this come out? Two thousand four. Okay, 2004. That makes sense. I So I watched it today to refresh, and I really like this movie. I didn't love it as mm-hmm. much on the on the rewatch, mm-hmm. but goddamn, Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. is an amazing, amazing actress. Absolutely. I think she got done dirty. Like, she got done dirty by, like, mm-hmm. Hollywood by, by substance by abuse. Drugs and... <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. Issues. So I'm going to... I'll talk about this a little bit later, but, like, I read this thing where, like, at... While she was like doing the press tour for this movie, the fucking topic that got brought up to her every single time during the interview was like, how does it feel to be a plus size woman Mm. starring in this movie? And I'm watching this movie and I'm like, what the fuck was going on in 2004? My wife was like, yeah, that's par for the course for like 90s, early 2000s. Like 
you had to be rail thin. And I mean, it's because she had like a little bit of a boob. She's jiggle. super thin. Like she's very thin, yeah. <laughs> extremely beautiful. Like I just do not get it. Like the fact that people were literally like with a straight face asking her that question in interviews just kind of makes me feel gross. Was it before she still a teenager too? When she, this dude, was she was 18 years old. Yeah. It's Ex- before the, uh, even grosser now Kardashians. It's before Anaconda brought baby got back back mm-hmm. so i don't know <laughs> yeah it was dude time. that's insane I, I i can't believe uh that's even a thing R- regina I, george at some point is supposed to be like disgustingly obese <laughs> and she has like she a nice looking butt <laughs> and it's like but they've obviously like padded it right, like it's right. like she looks like she's wearing a like a like a very thin woman wearing a diaper and they're like oh you look so gross and i'm like it's you don't look gross. You maybe look like you're wearing a diaper, but I just like, it's so weird, dude. Yeah. Like what kind of things were we like feeding into what I don't want to get like on a soapbox, but like right. the fact that that was even a narrative around this film is just fucking astounding. And then you look at her and she like, you know, like got way thinner Right. And, you know, kind of started to, you know, she got like sort of gaunt at one point. Well, very, very unhealthy. Yeah. It it makes you wonder if like, I mean, all that influence of people asking her crazy shit like that. I mean, she probably got some type of body image. Well, you probably already have that, you know, going into it. And then you get it reinforced by all these stupid you know, interviews and things. Her mom, I believe, is also a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's, so, that's like, been a big problem in her life. And her, I think her and her, her mom and dad had like some crazy wild divorce and, and there was issues of money and I think things like that as well. So, so, anyways, I just think that she is like a really good actress, like a good comedic timing, yep. like really like good in the dramatic stuff. I thought she was great. And then I was trying to think, like, what did she really do after this, which is not really anything did she do anything after this i don't know about much she she did a few projects but nothing but this was like the last really big thing like she definitely had some some stinkers she did a movie where she was like a serial killer with vince vaughn or something like that it was like or it's i i know who killed me um i i never saw it I watched it on the plane, like Vince Vaughn and her switch bodies. And all of a sudden Vince Vaughn is, uh, is like a teenage girl and he was like a serial killer. And then she was in that. I thought so. Maybe it's a different woman. I, th- I thought I don't, it was I don't think that was her. Oh I think God. you're combining her. Freaky Friday and Psycho, maybe? Exactly. Because she wasn't Freaky Friday. <laughs> is that what Vince Vaughn? Before, no. Vince Psycho Vaughn. is. Vince Vaughn was not in Freaky Friday, but she was. And that was before There's a this. Lindsay Lohan lookalike in a Vince Vaughn movie where they switch bodies. I know that. It's called Freaky. Okay, yes. That's exactly what it is. I yes. watched it on the airplane. And Coming I was up like, on next BBK. Right. Freaky. Um, I don't think that was her. Okay. Well, this is a good pod. <laughs> yes. <it is. laughs> okay. I'd love. I'd love to get some uh, some feedback from the ladies here, and because obviously, grown men talking about teenage girls is just weird. So, wh- when was the first time you saw this movie, Carrie? And is this something that you saw early on or or later? So this actually uh, arrived later in my life. I was what from 18 to 25 having children. So about this time that this movie was coming out, what, 2004? Yeah. Yeah. So from 98 to 2005, I was having children. This was actually brought to me by my children. So fast forward about six to 10 years when they get into the catty tween years. Oh yeah, the like junior high. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who is Glenn Coco? Why do you keep (laughs) saying this over and over again? So yeah, before memes, before all that, I got the uh, 411 for my children. By the way, fun fact, Glenn Coco was one of Tina Fey's um, old high school that's Last, so badass. Classmates. He's a real person, yeah, real, huh? Real person. Oh, Glenn Coco. Shout oh. out to you, Glenn Coco. You, you go, go, Glenn Coco. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Uh, Melissa, 
I don't remember the first time I saw this, but it mm-hmm. definitely was not early on. I feel like right. it was a later on, maybe Netflix type of watch. Right. And I thought it was hilarious. I absolutely loved it. And I couldn't wait to show my daughter because at the time I was like, oh, it's got these like great messages about, mm-hmm. you know, why bullying <gasps> is wrong and why we should accept everyone. And then I was like, and then there are the sex ed scenes and yeah. the projector room <laughs> up above the auditorium right. or whatever. So I waited on that. You know, but some I had statutory to, rape, you know, yeah, never just too little, early for that. Minimal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had the same reaction as Zach actually when I recently rewatched it that this is not as, as great as I remember. So I'm not sure how many years passed that my opinion changed that much, but yeah. definitely I think a lot of it is the comedy that the first time around it strikes you as really funny. And then when you already know the lines, it just doesn't quite hit the same beats. Or you have a 13 year old daughter now and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I think she still likes the movie. Watch the <laughs> Bradley, your thoughts. I'm sure Melissa and I probably watched it together or maybe we didn't. But I I remember hearing like, oh, Tina Fey Mm -hmm. wrote the screenplay and like that's kind of like a big deal. It's like, oh, I mean, I like Tina Fey. I thought she was funny. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. It's like a Saturday Night Live person, not just like getting their own movie as an actress. Like she's actually the one who wrote it. And so I wanted to see that. And it's okay. Like it's an okay movie. But there's, there's so many other teen comedies that I enjoy a lot more than this one. Right. But those are probably rated R teen comedies, and this is a solid no, no. PG-13, right? <laughs> this is a PG-13? That's that's, yeah. that's perfect, because that's a discussion I wanted to have, was like, I mean, and, and we'll, I'll say it for drinking with the director, but like, let, we, we should talk about that. Okay, like, okay. Should well, this have been R-rated? Well, I read a couple lines that they ended up changing um, to make it PG-13. One was the, when he asked her if she wants her butter, her muffin, bu- <laughs> muffin buttered, uh, that was supposed to be, have you had your cherry popped? And, oh wow! And, the, and then the other part was um, the made out with a hot dog. Was she masturbated with a hot dog? Oh okay. shit! So they changed those two specific lines to get the rating. And then the makeout scene in the bathroom, I think, was supposed to be an oral sex scene. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Well, and that would have made it so much better. <laughs> well, and they didn't. They, I, they I kept wonder... the the uh, young woman of Asian descent saying mm. the N word. Oh, that's right. I was like, but oh, did, do you speak Vietnamese? Do you know if she actually said it? I don't it know, but the subtitles, subtitles yes, I know. and I didn't, I, and that's like the only, the, one of the only subtitles in the movie. It's not like I watched right. the movies like Brad say, does with the subtitles on. Of that age. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was thinking about this and I'm like, cause I've seen this movie a bunch of times. It's one of those just when it's on, mm-hmm. oh, shit, watch there's it. nothing else on. I, I enjoy this. And I was trying to think of, of the first time and why I watched it. Um, and I think it was because I'd seen, um, I've seen Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams mm-hmm. yeah, and and I saw her in Wedding Crashers before mm-hmm. I saw this, and I think and I heard that it was a Tina Fey movie. I like Tina Fey and Saturday Night Live, and I knew she was in this, and so I started watching it one afternoon, and when she came on screen, I was like, "Holy crap! That's that's a totally different." <laughs> character and this she's got a lot of range this is really cool that just kind of sucked me into this whole thing because i wasn't really a fan of Lindsay lohan or i I didn't i don't like the whole drama that was around her at the time when i watched this because it was years later and and so but i was trying to think of like why does this movie speak to me and i think it's just because of all 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 the (laughs) what you teenage girl you Mm -hmm. go on (laughs) but i just love the, the the clicks and all the groups, and and it kind of reminds me of, of school and, and having the different groups, and they're a bunch of them are represented, and it's just kind of fun to reenact that and 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 to, to watch that, and 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 that's I think why I kind of like watching it. 
So this is another movie that makes me wish that I went to a bigger high school. Right. <laughs> I watch these teen movies and like high school movies, and there's so many kids. Not everybody knows everybody. You know what I mean? Like our like the school that I went to, like <laughs> you knew every person in yeah. every grade. Dude, and I, like cousin. I ran into that as as the first time I I taught seniors as a high school teacher. I taught seniors, and like I had kids in class that didn't know each other. And I was like. How? I was like, how the hell do you guys not know each other? And then I started thinking, oh, well, they have like six different junior highs and like 150 different elementary schools. So they're all coming from different places. Of course, they're not going to know each other versus us. Yeah. Our little small town, we the same elementary, same junior highs. I remember. Same around the table. Like we all fed into one high school yeah. from one yeah. junior yep. high yep. and yep. maybe yep. a handful yep. of elementary. But did you guys have more than one? No, elementary? we only had one oh. elementary. One elementary, yeah. but thank God they, we got they feeder they schools. They we brought some, some of the other. They brought some of the other junior high hillbilly, hillbilly into kids our from Grattan and Hickman <laughs> and you know they'd all show up in Waterford. Yeah, it's very Valley home for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we we, 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 we would get the occasional Oakdale kid, and I don't know why. Like I had I had a friend who who lived out like expelled River Road, like like hella far out there. And he would drive to school every day. And I was like, why are you going to Houston rather than Oakdale? And I don't know what the reason was. Couldn't but hang I, in Oakdale. He didn't make remember? the wrestling or the football team. <laughs> That's probably exactly what it was. He, <laughs> he wasn't going to start. He was a dirt biker. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So, so really? <laughs> did, his, did, his, did he have like a huge dirt bike thing in his house his, out on the river? His uh, stepdad was a like, my, my cousin, world champion. My cousin bought that house. Huh. Huh. Out on river, the, the big cabin. Yep, my cousin bought that house, completely gutted it, and remodeled it. Oh shit! Put in a freaking bass lake Let's and shit. Do dirt Anyways, this is know, really right? inside baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but I just remember like getting to college and talking to these kids that went to school in like Southern California, like LA schools and stuff, and they were like, "Oh yeah, there was like six thousand kids at the school." You know, and I'm just like, "What the fuck? That's yeah. so crazy!" We had like six hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like four hundred, I think. Yeah. So, anyways, I always wanted to go to like a bigger high school and have like that experience of like all those clicks, kids you didn't know. Like, could you imagine? You I could not imagine. And draw out all the tables mm-hmm. with all the different groups. It was like, if you liked a chick, you'd known her since kindergarten. You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. Like, it's super weird. Like, they know too much about you. Like, I feel like you'd have way more opportunity to, like, meet chicks. Like, I finally, like, when, when I met my wife, like, she didn't know me from kindergarten. That's probably right. the reason why she liked me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't like dating anyone from my town either. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. where the new kid experience gets so much exactly. more intense. But imagine having that every day at high school, like seeing somebody and be like, I don't know who that is. You know what I mean? She just goes to your school. That's fucking wild. She came from Africa. <laughs> Why is she white? Such, that is when such she a good says line. Jumbo to the African-American kids at the <laughs> oh, table. God. I was I like, what died. is happening? <laughs> oh, my God. The secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there's definitely some great lines. It's a very entertaining, fun, very fun movie. quoted, right? Very oh, quotable yeah. movie. Of course, I've been trying not to use the word fetch yet. <laughs> and it, what was funny is I was listening listening to the last pod, and I'd kind of forgotten. Which I forget most things. The minute we step out the door, I don't remember that. Absolutely, which is great because I get to listen to the pod like it's brand new again. <laughs> but I'd forgotten that I threw out fetch, and Nate is like trying to keep going. He has no idea what I'm talking about I at all. No, you, you and I vibe opinion. on it for a second, and yeah. and then Nate has no clue what's going on. <laughs> no, no idea. I was like, oh, obviously he won't be joining us. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so That's how we got here? We miss you, Nate. We do, and you'll never hear that. Right. I did he ask won't. my boyfriend if fetch was really from England. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> it's a word that. Tina Fey made up. It's short for fetching. 
Mm-hmm. And okay, so so we're gonna have to rewind. You are uh, in a relationship with a person from another country. I am. Can we discuss this? How cool is his accent? <laughs> Don't worry, Brad will edit it out later. Is it? Is it? Is it? Swoony. Is it Swoony? It is. God, I bet it is. I don't even know him or what he looks <laughs> like, but I bet it's fucking Swoony. Without me spoony. even knowing it, boy. Well, let, let, well real quick segue because I'm going to give first props to Scotchback. Just uh, a couple weeks ago, he played at Dying Breed Brewing in Oakdale, and they just basically filled the house up again yeah. and put on a rocking show and. People got drunk, people got dancing, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. It was great. So it was so great. Fun. But speaking of bands, yeah, so your your boyfriend is also part of several, n- numerous yes. bands. Yes. Can we plug them? Can we plug <laughs> a band? You, get, you got something to plug. You got to plug it. Absolutely. I know there's a show coming up in, in a couple months. She's so red right now. <laughs> in uh, February, they'll be at the state. Woohoo. Live and direct Modesto. It's, yeah. Long time coming. Which which band is that? That's the Prince. This will be Wind Doves Cry. Yeah, Wind Doves Cry. Gotta see it's him. a Prince cover for, band? Yes, for five years. And he look. has an English accent? Yes, see, look at you. Oh my heart God. eyes hot <laughs> for your boyfriend. Heart eyes in his face <laughs> right now. Look at her shirt. Bro. Uh, yep. Dude. I'm wearing the t-shirt. That's fucking <laughs> sick. Carrie's legitimately one of the biggest Prince fans. Well, the in, biggest Prince In my Prince defense, fan. I started following I this band before he joined. Yes, so yes, yes. Oh this my so goodness. So you're technically a groupie? So that's how he met you. You were a groupie of the Prince cover. Nobody have a mean girls to cover. <laughs> this is not on the agenda. Uh, Carrie's not a tall woman, so I think she like Prince would be like a tall, dark, and handsome to you, wouldn't he? <laughs> Probably wear the same size shoes. Be same size I'm jealous. Uh, oh my goodness. I love this. Well, now that we've completely humiliated our guest. She, <laughs> she, she, she's so red right now. I love it. Um so yeah, let's uh let's move on. Um well, first of all, I'd like to say nice short Runtime, seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. First thing I noticed. 17, seventeen million dollar budget, hundred and thirty three oh, mil. Nice. Made some dollars. Made some, made some money. So um on, on that I was very surprised. So I saw it and it, I had a little a little roller coaster of emotions because so I, when I went to the IMDB, I saw that it said Tina Fey screenplay and book by Rosalind Wiseman. I was right. like Oh, so she didn't actually write the screenplay, but then I did a little more research and I found out that that, that this book was actually just a self-help book for like girls to get through their high school years. And it's a complete nonfiction book. Yeah. And so she just basically adapted that into a screenplay. So then I gave more props to her her speech in the uh, auditorium or whatever at the end of the movie that was like all in the book and that's it. Verbatim and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say she wrote the burn book. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah I used a lot of the, a lot of stuff that happened in our high school, but growing up, and and uh, yeah. Um, before we move on to the next segment, we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network, and this month we have a couple of podcasts of the month because we are the podcast of the year. Hey, yeah, hey. still, we, still. We got to give some props to podcasts of the month. Heavy built. Which are Beard Laws, a podcast and YouTube show where uh, a bunch of guys with some amazing beards talk all sorts of topics. They're not just talking beards. They're talking everything that's on their minds. Yeah, and I think I'm pretty sure I said they, they talk beards last time. Yeah, you kind of screwed up. No, I think you kind of you kind of corrected, you kind of corrected correct yourself. It. But yeah, you know, they're, they're talking <laughs> like, everything. Like, like literally, I think I said, oh, yeah, they talk about beards and whatever this blah, blah. And then their commercial came on right after it. And they said, we don't even talk about beards. Like, literally, oh, I was going to say, how has Scott it, 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 it was ironic humor. It was. Yeah. So uh, Beard Laws and then also Take on the World, which is uh, they talk about all kinds of different subjects. Uh, A couple I was looking at, uh, they have one about AI and one about the Amish stud. 
apparently some Amish Ooh. guy that I don't know if he's like a serial killer or something. I haven't listened to that. Oh, one I yet. thought he was like just like popping out all sorts of kids with yeah. Amish. Yeah. Different I'm talking a horse kind of stud. I, I'm seeing a bunch of interested looking faces around the table, so maybe we should listen to oh, Cake on the Wall. Amish right. stud sounds like somebody that would come fuck your wife for like a sheep or something like that. You'd like <laughs> give him like a couple of geese and then help put up your barn. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely rocking the sheepskin yeah. sheepskin condoms for oh, sure. Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> and it's not because it's a latex allergy either. <laughs> so go to deluxeeditionnetwork.com and listen to uh, take on the world and uh, beard laws and you can learn about the Amish stud and not beards. There you go. <laughs> Alright, go to the next segment. Pull up a chair and grab yourself a drink Hypothesize what directors think Maybe sometimes get a guess Makes us look good Let's drink, laugh, and pretend We know what we're doing Drinking with the director brought to you I pushed the right button. You sure did. <laughs> Good job. You're two for two so far. So far. Carrie, I have the greatest idea that just came to me during our segue there. <laughs> Can we record a Prince-themed bumper for one of our segments with your boyfriend or oh, your please. and or your boyfriend's oh, band? Damn. Oh, my goodness. That sounds great. That would be sick, right? That would be amazing. All right, I'm in. Probably you know I'm in. Cost us. And even though you know, this you, is... That probably cost us. You, 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 you realize... <laughs> That, well. that, that all the free music I've given you guys, it's not normal. Like, people actually <laughs> oh, no. pay yeah, for this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you, you got to remember that, that he's having sex yeah. with the... Assumptions. Assumptions. Allegedly. And I will say that... Even though this I'm is sorry. a non-visual <laughs> medium, I would love just to be like more state fucking just going off while uh, we're sitting there recording, too. I'm just yeah. going to be dancing in the studio. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. The fucking scarf? And nobody's Dude. ever going to see it. Who's having an assless pants? Ooh. Oh, ah. shit. Everybody. Yeah, I think this we'll, is just, all we'll just cut all out, do right? it. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of this Hell is getting no. cut out. Oh, yeah. All right. That's good shit. Okay, so we are <laughs> drinking with the director. And before we uh, talk to Mark Waters, uh, we're going to go around the table and, and see what everybody's drinking. Uh, Zach, what do you got? So <laughs> I walked in with some beer tonight. Which just Scott, blew my fucking mind. Scott looked at me and goes... <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, what? And he's like, you've never brought beer once ever. And I was That's like, not true. I think you've you done have it like once. I did two times. <laughs> so I brought some beer and I am drinking rogue ales, bat squatch. And, uh, it's got like a sort of a Shrek looking Sasquatchy bat guy on the, Shrek. on the can here. It's Shrekish. Um, sure. it's, it's very, it's very good. Busy. 12 fluid ounces. I was trying to see the fucking alcohol content, what? and I read the 12 ounces. Um, 6.7% alcohol. Okay. I've seen uh, I've seen our boy Hank drink this on his uh, Instagram, so I saw it in the store, and I was like, that looks delicious. Brad, what do you got? I got myself uh, a mouthful of miracles. Yes, you do. <laughs> just listen to you talk. I know. <laughs> Everything I say. Yeah. Just saving lives out He's there. really trying to win. Um, mouthful of miracles is a cold IPA, also known as a brute IPA, uh, and it's from Dust Bowl Brewing. And this is a great beer. It's one of my favorite beers from Dust Bowl Brewing. And Dust Bowl started off, I mean, 2009, I believe, like pretty... Pretty recent, mm -hmm. and uh, they're a little small brewery when we first when they first started, and now they are 
doing big time. This beer is available at Disneyland right now. No shit. That's awesome. Available at Disneyland. Dust Bowl Brewing on a different trajectory than our uh, girl, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These guys started from the bottom, and now they're at Disneyland. Now we're here. Alcohol business has been good for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What? Oh, love the it. The same say. trajectory as Lindsay Lohan's cocaine dealer. Right. <laughs> Melissa, what are, you, what are you drinking over there? I'm a little embarrassed by how basic mm. I am. Um, I just finished, actually, a mimosa. I need oh. to go get a refill here. Uh, where, where your bubbles come from? Yeah, I, had, I do a nice full glass of some Miller Cellars Sparkling out of Murphy's, California. Okay. Fabulous local spot where we like to go about once a month because I will drain those bottles real fast and then just, you know, a light spritz of orange juice. Just I'll a touch, hash. just a tad. Like yeah, if, if you ever have to make a mimosa, yeah, it's basically just, as long as you just kind of just mix like maybe a little rub around the rim just with the orange juice. <laughs> just an just orange juice rim. Mm. Just, the <laughs> just, just the tip. You know. Uh, I love Murphy's. Murphy's is such a uh, fucking cool place. It is beautiful. If you've never been to Murphy's, California and you're looking for a getaway, do it. It's a fun time. That's oh, great. Good food, good drinks. Carrie. Do I really have to say? You, mm-hmm. you thought you were basic. <laughs> I am rocking with some Malibu rum. Oh. And oh. cran grape. Were they Over out of ice. Cran, cran grape. Shh. Damn. And Malibu rum. Love it. That's Scott didn't have any fireballs. You do. Are we straight 19? to the Malibu? <laughs> I told you I had a little little st- late start on. It goes with the movie. It's it's, it's basically it's her, it's her version of a purple drink. Thank you. See, <laughs> got my purple drink. Yeah, purple rain. <laughs> um, I am drinking some Last Call Brewing Growing Gold Harvest Lager, and it's a very cool uh, concept because um, our good friend uh, Josh. Um, from Hoisting Heavies. Mm. Um, it's a collaboration with their orchard, which is the Gold River Orchards. Um, they partnered with Last Call, and they uh, have walnut, in, I guess it's infused, or it's bad. <laughs> walnut, walnut, walnut makes it oils, sound very, yeah, very fancy. Some sort of walnut. Yeah, it's, it's black lager with Gold River Orchards walnuts. It's beautiful. Um, so it's 5%, and it's a, it's, a, it's a dark, kind of a, almost a porter. Oh, wow, look at the mm-hmm. color yeah, of it. Which, you know, uh, if you ever seen... Uh, Walnut. Uh, Stain your furniture with it. Yeah. Walnut, walnut, the, the husk, the green pie rule is definitely leave your fingers black on mm. it. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but really, it's tasty. Um, they're, they're trying to figure out some ways to uh, kind of get walnuts incorporated in some new products, which is fucking great that, I, that they're, I'm a walnut farmer as well. And so I absolutely support this and, and uh, think it's, they're doing great things. Shout out to uh, Jim Carrey's biggest fan mm. ever. Yeah. Josh. Big Josh. He loves him some. Nature calls. <laughs> the best. Not, not the first one, it. the second one. The second one is the best yeah. movie ever. Loves to get his nuts and everything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there it is. <laughs> so the director of this movie, Mark Waters, not exactly a household name. No. No. Um, that he did uh, Freaky Friday, which we oh. kind, of, kind of were talking about earlier. With <laughs> with Lindsay Lohan with, or the look like. <laughs> so that had Lindsay Lohan in it. Yeah. So okay. and so that's that's probably where he got the idea for having her in this. And actually, she actually originally was gonna be Regina George. Um mm. and but they realized that it wouldn't be good for her brand to be the mean girl, apparently. Boy. That's what Yeah. And I and I don't know if it was Lorne Michaels or whoever, but they said that the Bad girls can't play bad girls. Like a good girl has to play yeah. a bad girl, which is why Rachel McAdams. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because apparently she's a good girl, and 
she did a hell of a job. She was fantastic. Um, so yeah, some of the other movies he did, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, Mr. Popper's Penguins. I know we all saw that one. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait a second, go back to that though real quick. So was Lauren just like, yeah, Lindsay Lohan's a bad girl and she can't play the bad girl? I don't but, think but she, she was a bad she, she girl bad at that yet. time. Yeah. I think maybe behind the scenes she was one of those You like, think so? Like, I, think, I think she got sort of typecast as the like wholesome girl from Disney to Herbie to Mean Girls. And then she was like, I'm going to show them. Look how it works out terribly for all of these yeah. women that are like i'm gonna show like like britney spears those, like it worked out great for her freaking Lindsay lohan like all these like disney uh, i think uh, they were treated like, like 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 gods and princesses so they thought they were just like better than everybody else and i think that just kind of probably fucked with their i don't think so man there. i think this is like a this is like a this is like a serious like abuse issue well, she's yeah. like the actual redheaded stepchild though like <laughs> of yeah. all of mm-hmm. yeah that's freaking Pop children. It's very sad, dude. But it's, it, sad. it's definitely a thing with, with with an actress or actor that has a wholesome image, and if they keep doing it over and over again, they want to break out. I know Anne Hathaway. There, there's a movie that she did, and because she was the you know, Princess Diaries, and and so she was very wholesome, and she did this. I don't I don't remember what it's called, but I remember seeing this article about it. It's like where she ends up like with a bunch of gangbangers or whatever and that she takes her top off that was her first new seen, seen she's a trying to break scenes. out of her her, her thing yeah you've seen, seen a couple seen scenes. a couple scenes okay. from that one <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i think and it was literally I'd, I'd heard that she was just like wanted to change her image she didn't want to be just pigeonholed into this good girl thing interesting yeah um did he do anything after this vampire academy God, i haven't seen any of this stuff no. cheerleader death squad was a tv movie yeah didn't really do a lot after this that's interesting. And, He's got like like a real focus on young women in his movies. Yeah, but I thought he, I thought it was really. Uh, it's there's some really cool, interesting shots. Yeah, you know, like when they go into like the jungle fighting, you know, where it kind of turns into the whole oh, yeah. melee, and there's some pretty complicated things going on here. And and uh, I mean, obviously, this movie is definitely the, the screenplay is most people could probably direct this, but he, I think he did a great job and. I don't know. I saw Bad Santa 2 on his... Was Bad Santa 2 actually with Billy Bob? Or was that like a... I think it was. Oh, no, yeah. Billy Bob was in Bad Santa. He, he was in Bad Santa. Okay. I didn't know if they'd... I don't, think, I don't think I ever saw the second one. So do we have any questions or just thoughts in general at this point? I, I want to go back to that question we were talking about, which is, is this better as an R-rated comedy? Right. So American Pie comes out. I mean, this is like six years, seven years earlier before is, I think, American Pie. So right. that's one of those things that... Maybe they're looking to not go that route and be like they don't want to be like the 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 female American Pie, mm-hmm. but I felt like they were trying to push to the edge of R rated so far. Like, why not just go? Like, I don't know. I, I always feel like anytime a movie is right on the verge of being R rated and they're like cutting back, I think it hurts the movie. So I th- I feel like they should have just allowed it to be an R rated comedy. I think there's a lot of people on the outside of this movie that were probably pretty invested in it being PG 13 yeah. because you've thrown R rating on a movie like this starring Lindsay Lohan, the, the Disney. Right. And they're princess. in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in high school, all that. I mean, I know American pie people were in high school, but I just yeah. feel like it's kind of that, that's the kiss of death for a lot of like young, like a seemingly young person movie. And you throw the R rating on it, especially when people used to go to the movies, like, mm. 
this movie like is probably a Netflix movie that comes out and no one ever hears from it again if there's if it comes out today, right? I mean, whether it's good or not. There's tons of movies like this that come out on mm-hmm. all these streaming services that never do anything. I think the reason that it did well is because of Lindsay Lohan and it probably had a lot of those, you know, preteen, teen yeah. Disney viewers you do that cut were off following Lindsay Lohan to it. You and know? and Lindsay was only pretty much the only one of the the main girls that has because Rachel McAdams really hadn't done anything right big yet um this kind of launched her um this was Amanda Seyfried's first movie yeah that's which, crazy which is insane mm-hmm. and um I guess uh Blake Lively read for that part and I guess the producers didn't like her they said keep looking which is <laughs> I mean messed up yeah but they, they well they liked Karen's um not Karen's <laughs> uh, her character Amanda Seyfried they liked her because she was spacey and daffy apparently her, her, she's pretty fucking spacey dude she's great yeah. played it well really really good <laughs> but what was interesting is the the ages of some of the the other actresses and actors in this Rachel McAdams was 26 whoa the, the boyfriend she? guy was old Damien hmm. the the um the friend was 26 at the time. Huh. And how old do you think Kevin G was? Oh, the, 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 little, the rapper, Mathlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Indian kid? Yeah. Oh. Probably 15? 35. 16. <laughs> Dude, That's Brad, Brad nailed it. He was 15. Wow. I was going to say, he seemed young. Wow. He seemed really, really young. Like, but, he did not look old no. at all. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he looked a, a little bit more than that. But yeah, everybody was way way older than the characters. Well, Lindsay was was eighteen, and, and Amanda Seyfried was was nineteen. But um, and yeah. I love the age know? gap too between Rachel McAdams and Amy Poehler, her mom. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, like seven like, years I apart or seven, something. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> she, she's I think yeah, she's thirty two. I think. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, what I, what I'd kind of like want to know from him is like, as you're making something like this, can you see a star like happening? I think that you people would say yes, but that's only because after they've already become a star, people ask them that question, and right. they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, you I totally I mean? saw it. I, I don't know. I mean, if you watch this movie, to me, the one that you think is going to be a star is fucking Lindsay Lohan. Well, yeah. To me, I mean, she's beautiful, she's super great, and she's a great actress, and you're like, this girl's going to go on to do all sorts of great stuff, and she went on to do nothing. I, I disagree. I feel like Lindsay Lohan... She's very like, I'm in a play. Like, I don't ever feel like I believe. Really? I feel like she's kind of, I, maybe it's just my, maybe it is me thinking of Lindsay Lohan now. And it's just like kind of poisoning her right. performance. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she just comes across as kind of like that fake, like, I'm fake nice. And like, she's kind of just going through the motions. Like when she starts to get in like her, her bitch mode, that's yeah. when she's at her best. But when she's playing like the nice girl. <laughs> like Just she, like Lauren. She kind of sucks. Like, I, I don't think she's that great. And I think all the other girls are doing, like, more solid comedic performances. And I think Lindsay, when it comes to, like, the the, the physical comedy and, like, th- things like that, she's not good at that. She is not good at, the, like, the Pratt Folly type stuff. Right. But I think everything else, she's great. I, th- I thought she was really good. Anybody else have anything for the director or just thoughts in general? <laughs> I didn't let my kids watch it for the longest time. Yeah. And then finally, like sitting down and watching it with them in their, again, tweens, early teens. I'm like, oh, I guess it's at the end kind of got a good message. But yeah, I was like, mm. I think it's interesting that it went on to become a musical and that mm. they're oh, now wait, doing yeah. like a movie version. We haven't of talked the about that yet. Um, yeah. Great time to bring it up, though. <laughs> so, what do you know about like the stage musical? I don't know a lot. Um, I was reading about it last night and I didn't realize, I guess, Tina Fey is actually married to 
a composer, maybe. Oh. Oh, okay. Because for the show, it looks like he did the music for it. Right. So that's interesting. I don't know a lot about it. Well, they but... make all kinds of shit in a musical. <laughs> so this doesn't surprise me that this would be a musical. But what was crazy is this trailer just dropped about mm -hmm. a week or two ago. Oh, wow. She went through the exact same thing that you guys did. Oh, yeah. my God. I sent it to these guys. I was like, did they just remake this movie <laughs> that's straight a, that's up? That's what the trailer looks there's like. No it singing. doesn't show. Yes. No, none of this. And I'm like, OK, that scene looks like they're singing and dancing. Right. But you don't hear it. At the very, very end, I think they show maybe a couple big numbers kind of at the tail end of it. But at that point, I'm already like, OK, well, I don't want to watch this. It's the same fucking movie with new people in it. Right. Same lines, Literally. you know, like get in, loser, you know, like, <laughs> like OK, like, is it just a remake? And, know, and, 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 and Tina Fey's behind it. It was just so yeah. confusing that they didn't say that it was musical right off the bat. Well, we're now to be rated R. For it to come out now, too. I mean, we've talked about some of the things that strike us as kind of dated. Like, what did they update? It right. looks like there's a little more diversity in the casting, but as far as some of the more questionable, I guess, plot lines and lines, like is, is what Coach, have they changed? Is Coach Carr making out with Trey Pack? Isn't in this hmm. John Hamm Coach Carr? I think he is. I oh. think so. That's interesting. I like yeah. that. Because that, that, that is a weird part of, of the movie is like joking literally making a joke about making out with a student. Mm -hmm. Not and, just one. And two, two of them fighting. Two, yes. two. yeah. <laughs> and what's weird too is like, so it's not like triangle. this is like 1985 either. It's right. like, this is 2004. Yeah. Right. This isn't Porky's. Like Porky's, right. yeah. they were like, oh, fucking, we're doing it. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like this is 2004, a little Although, bit Although, like think about a lot of movies. Like you remember, uh, have you watched Varsity Blues lately? <laughs> It's been a while. I haven't, I haven't seen it. In where the teacher is like stripping. And oh, like, and they're you, watching. You know, yeah. And they get all into it. <laughs> yes. And she gets into it. She yeah. gets into it. Yeah, dude. I That's, think this is like a. Holy shit. I, I guess like that. if you're going. So like if your target audience is high school kids. Right. I guess the. Th I don't think. We have two female uh, people mm -hmm. on the podcast right now. <laughs> I know that it's a thing. I know that it's a thing. Your we target audience. One female cat that's sitting at the end of the table. <laughs> oh, shit, so yeah. two female people and one female cat. Okay. You're, I'm not going to say my joke. You're, Thank you. You're, uh, <laughs> your target audience is high school kids, right? Does it appeal to you at all? Or did you ever like, would it ever like be in a, because in, when I was in high school seeing Varsity Blues and the teacher was a stripper and blah, 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 I was like, oh, that's so cool. You know what I mean? Like you think about that as a young man, but I don't think young ladies, like, did you think about t male teachers in that God, way? No, like, was that no. a thing? Not at all, right? Uh, I, 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 I disagree though. White socks, no, no. Cru no oh, crushes? Oh, I'm sorry, young lady. How <laughs> do you disagree? I, I disagree. <laughs> it's the hair. It's the hair. I had multiple uh, friends of mine and, but, 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 and you went to what school? <laughs> Wait, what are we saying? He was friends with all three of the girls that went to Houston. High. This is true. Okay, but Thank multiple you. girls that I went to high school with mm -hmm. would tell me like, your dad's hot. Oh, for... And like <laughs> consistently uh, said boy. that back in the day. And I was Shout like... Brad's dad. Yeah. This might be the episode that he listens to. I hope, so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is the one I had, episode that I he had multiple to. friends that would say that. And like like they would they knew it would get on my nerves. And so they would uh, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just like... Would that get on your nerves? A little bit. I was just like, would you be like, don't fuck my dad. Look how proud <laughs> he is today. <laughs> Pretty much. Don't fuck my dad. <laughs> Leave him alone. It's like one of the greatest insults that like... <laughs> Yeah, hey, it, like, they, okay, they were basically making your mom jokes, but it was about your dad. Ooh. I know, I know. Yeah, it, it, I guess it goes both ways, and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Threw my back out fucking your dad last night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's great, that's great. I'm going to fuck your dad and be your stepmom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you met Brad's dad. <laughs> 
Oh, no, yeah. I never can. He's my neighbor. I never can. Sh- shout out to my parents. Just uh, oh, uh, last nice. week was their 40, 49th uh, wedding anniversary. Wow. So Congratulations. Congrats that. to those two. Way to keep those high school girls away from him. You still yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I guess my whole point of it is that like, I can see the like sexualizing of the female teacher but the like sort of sexualizing of the male teacher and in like a gross like weird way where the guy's not like would you feel different about it if the PE teacher was like a real attractive and he was making out with a student? Dude, we had Miss Norvick. Like, you can't, I'm sorry. I can't even wrap my head around. But you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if, if it had been a, a real, say it was Chris Hemsworth is the gym teacher and he's making out with a, with a female student. Do you feel different about the scene? Then, Cause you feel gross about it now. Do you feel different about it or does it still feel gross? It, I'm just it, curious. I'm not condoning any that way. Like why, why would these girls be mm. absolutely to him yeah. whatsoever? Like it just didn't make any sense. Like to me, it I was like the comedic contrast of his sex ed talks of just don't do it. You'll get chlamydia. And then Oh, God, that. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Is that what the joke was? I to guess. me, that's know. what makes it funny. Damn. Was Mr. Riley the hottest at our high school oh, then? Or crying what? out loud. Men always dribble before they shoot. Yep, that's oh, right. That was our sex ed in Oakville. <laughs> Men always, Men always dribble, dribble before they, they shoot. He was, of course, also a coach. <laughs> was and that a Mormon. Is that that a, was that's a pre-cum like, advisory? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. The, the pull, he's trying to say the pull-out method does not work. Exactly. Right. Wow. We watched quote the... Him. Quote him. As a father beautiful. of four, he knows. <laughs> he was right. I mean, right? He's Pretty right. Much. Absolutely. And that, that's a a good line. I wish I <laughs> told me that. You still remember Men it always day. dribble before yeah. they shoot. Yeah. That's fucking wild. I didn't even know that until that now. That was the wild, wild west. Like <laughs> we have educated you. 1995 <laughs> would not in California. Really that's what we were teaching. Clay Thompson doesn't do that shit. He just catches and fires, man. Mm. He has no kids. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Yep. Uh, well... This went off the rails, and I love it. Thank you so much. Any other questions? I think we should probably move on. I think we should get that guy out of here. All right, let's move on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Take on the World with Johnny and Mike. And, you know, people always ask me, hey, you got a podcast? What's it about? Uh, I don't know. You ever want to uh, cut your fingers off or learn about a sharp knife? <laughs> we could tell you that. <laughs> How about uh, murder mysteries or... Uh, hauntings or any kind of fringe subject. Anything you can think of. We take on everything because we take on the world. Now you go take on the world. Is it a one night stand? Do you hit him with the bus or take him <laughs> home to mom and dad? It's like fuck, marry or kill. It's Shag Snack Body Bag. They I, fuck it. That's great. <laughs> I mean, we we got to talk a little bit about the fact that those buses go flying through there mm-hmm. in front of the school when kids are everywhere and they're flying through there like at fifty mile an hour. And 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 I, I was I looked at the screen and there's a like it's not like it came around a blind corner. It right. looks like it's just wide it's open. Just street. straight away. <laughs> so he had to see her. He did not stop nope. nor honk his horn whatsoever. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's those in the burn book too. Fetch your ass bus drivers. They're out of control. Okay, so we're going to shag, snag, and body bag. Who wants to start this off with some shagging? I'll start. I'm, I'm going to shag. 
18-year-old Lindsay Lohan. And not, <laughs> wow. Who didn't see that coming? And wow. not in a weird way. He said 18-year-old. I said it like, wow. I said it like 50 times. I think, she's, I think she's super great. I think she is, uh, you know, I, I had a nickname when I was in school, and it was Wasted Talent. And I think that Lindsay Lohan, for different reasons than Lindsay Lohan, I was called Wasted Talent for a long time. And I think that she was just a huge waste of talent. I think she could have been a really big star. And I think that I don't know what happened to her, whether it was her parents' influence or whatever it was, but goddamn, I think she's great in this. And she just never really got a chance to do it because she sort of fell off a cliff or got hit can, by a bus or whatever the fuck happened to can her. We, can we dig into that a little bit? You were wasted talent? Like Yeah, it was it was a basket it was a basketball thing. Is it <laughs> my my basketball coach called me called me wasted talent Ouch. and then it sort of got shortened into dub T. Um, <laughs> you had a nickname for your sure nickname. That's what it was short and I got for? called I got called dub T for for a long dub time T. for Damn, your for coach was bullying you? Yeah, wow. you're, you're, the basketball coach the same basketball coach was there wow. when you were there. He was he a was fucking a asshole. Mean girl. He, yeah, he, oh, was. he was the meanest of the girls. He was a so, so basically, his point was that you you were you were good, but your your head was wasn't on straight. Is that kind of what it's it was? Pretty much the story of of, of my life. Practice. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I had I had all the all the tools, but uh, couldn't couldn't quite uh, put it together. Maybe Lindsay got <laughs> voted most talented in senior superlatives too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet she did. Brad, what are you gonna shag? I'm shagging the perfect sidekicks like uh, Damien in this movie is just he's every time he's on screen he's saying something funny or doing something funny and it's like it's it, it lightens up the whole mood and he's just perfect as a sidekick because he's he's kind of sometimes an asshole but at the same time he's like lovable and he just does some stupid stuff and uh, uh, he's just kind of running around and I like movies that have good sidekicks that like are oh, yeah. good for comic relief and uh, I don't know this is a dumb one because a lot of people hate him, but like Polly Shore and Encino Man, like he's mm, just the yeah. he's just a perfect little sidekick. Always, especially in those high school scenes where it's like he's he always tries to like just kind of like semi semi antagonize the uh, the the cool kids and stuff because he's not like trying to like try too hard like the main character, but he's like just uh-huh. kind of just being himself. I love it. Yep. I, I, yeah, I, I think he's great. I have you anybody seen him in anything else? No, no, not really. I'm sure he's done shame. something, but he's he yeah. is great and really funny and yeah. got great t- comic timing. And I think he he kills it in yeah. this for sure. Melissa, I'm gonna go ahead and shag a female writer here, mm. Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can tell the difference between characters who are female written by a female and otherwise. I'm not gonna say it's perfect. That's why it's right. one nightstand, but. Uh, I definitely <laughs> like some of the lines that she's put in the characters' mouths, and yeah. I like the way that she's written herself too yeah. as a as a female character. She also she also like the 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 ending, like the sort of message at the end mm-hmm. is is killer, and I think that that's the reason why you see something like this <laughs> and not American Pie, like have a musical <laughs> right, and all yeah. of those things. You know what I mean? I think right. that like the the message is great. Nice, Carrie. I'm going to go with Kevin G. <laughs> that little mathlete. Did you see his business card that he flashed? Dude, what did it say? Awesome. Badass MC? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. come on. He can get it. When he, rips, when he rips his polo off and screams at those, uh, <laughs> at those kids, <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I love that he made it to the end of the movie, too. So. Yep. Yep. Um, I am going to shag uh, portrayals of moms who can't let the past go. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm pretty sure we've all seen that. I can yes. think of a couple... Uh, yeah. cheerleader moms come to mind um and 
it's just definitely it, it was just done so well in this and the <laughs> fact that um she got Happy hour. Tina Fey got to have her have her have her good buddy in the in the movie as well. Oh yeah. And she oh she was so good. It's like I'm a cool mom. She's so great. <laughs> and the daughter just despising her guts oh, right. too. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, she moved into their master bedroom. Like that's wild. <laughs> that's so great. Dude. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I could just imagine that conversation. She's like, wait, you you want to move into our uh, uh, yeah, that's totally cool. Yeah, uh, you you want our bedroom? Sure. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. I love that when she when she hugs uh, Katie's character and like she's like injured by her uh, yeah. rocks. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Or then does anybody need a condom? Anybody need? <laughs> she's backing out of the room. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, uh, moving on to snag. Who wants to snag something? Uh, I I like the the element in this movie that they do sometimes in other films is. Uh, quick interviews with side characters hmm. <laughs> where it's like somebody will say something about somebody and then it's like they go to a bunch of different characters like for their perspective right and they're talking like directly to the camera and 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 this like she punched me in the face and it was awesome <laughs> like, i mean just like like that kind of stuff is is pretty silly they do it in yeah. um like clerks it's like whenever they're talking about something in the video store they're talking about customers and they'll show them like they'll quickly show you like four different versions of customers that they're talking about and like i, I like that little element in movie it's just it's usually done for 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 comedy and it's it's usually pretty funny and this movie did a good job with it. I dig it. Okay. So some of the ones that Brad said all snagged the one-liners. Uh-huh. In mm-hmm. this movie and the nerdy ones just totally send me. The limit does not exist comes mm-hmm. out of my mouth like at least <laughs> right? once a month. So <laughs> um gruel, you know, Gruel's but great. the uh her hair's big because it's full of secrets. <laughs> this movie is full of one-liners that Absolutely. some of them are the ones that you repeat and you don't even remember where they come from. 100%. Gary. Like fetch. Uh- I'm gonna, <laughs> exactly. Doesn't exist. Just like the limit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna snag Mr. Duvall. So Tim Meadows, he comes in clutch, right? Mm-hmm. He's understanding. He's trying to get you know Tina Fey's character to open up to him and yeah, he's about trying her to divorce. Get her open up and well, yeah. <laughs> and coupling with the one-liner, because one of my favorite lines is when he talks about his nephew Anthony and how <laughs> Anthony is upset when he's called Anthony, but not as upset as the fact that his sister named his nephew Anthony. So, and, and I, I dig how um, he broke his hand right before this movie, and then he wrote it in as carpal tunnel. Yeah. Yep. Right. My carpal Search tunnel's up. back. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got divorced. I win. I win. <laughs> Tim Meadows is, you add him to pretty much any movie. Mm-hmm. You usually add, he's going to add an element. I mean, he just about steals. Uh, uh, Fucking walk hard, dude. Walk hard. <laughs> yeah. When he is oh, like, oh my God. It makes you feel good. <laughs> Oh, that is the, it's not addictive at all. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sex even better. You don't want it. Stay away from it. It's the cheapest drug you can buy. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And uh, he's he's great in uh, uh, what's the basketball movie with uh, Will Ferrell? Um, oh, uh, uh, the Tropic, the Tropic Thunder, or no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Tropics or the team. Yeah. What the fuck is it called? It's called. Uh, I keep thinking side out. Semi-pro. Semi-pro. Thank you. There you go. go. Oh, shit. We're a movie pod, I swear. Um, I'm, I'm going to snag uh, Rachel McAdams just because I just think she's just fantastic and her range is just incredible. And and not just for this, but for the stuff that she you know did later after this. The Notebook. When's Notebook? I love that. So The Notebook was the same. I think that was the same year. Was it really? really? 2004? That's quite Crazy. the double feature right there. Yeah, and she's 26 playing a, a 16-year-old in that one too, right? Was, and, and, or, or am I mixing it up with another rom-com? But oh. you mentioned it that she was in Wedding Crashers like earlier. She's fucking great So Wedding in that Crashers too. was 2005. 
Okay. So I saw Wedding Crashers before I saw this. Got but, you. But it came That's out weird to after. go to Mean Girls and then go to Wedding Crashers like right yeah. after that. And Notebook like in between like Jesus. all in two years. But That's then, wild. But then she did a movie that we did, uh, Spotlight, which was a yeah. very you know dr- dramatic. And role. she's great. In she's it. fantastic in that. Yep. So I just I just love her range. Um, she's fantastic. There's just something about her. The minute I saw her on screen, I just was drawn to her. And, and just in just in a way that I was like, this is a girl that I need to watch because she's amazing. Hold up. I probably have this wrong. Brad, is she in season two of True Detective? Yes. She's the female <laughs> detective in season two of True Detective, right? I've seen season one. Oh, God. <laughs> if you, you want to watch... If you, you need Nate here. Nate, you True Detective. You watch, if you want to watch from the literal best season of TV that has ever been made and watch something fall like Lindsay Lohan-esque off of a cliff, <laughs> watch season two of True Detective. Holy that's, fuck. That's why I haven't watched it. But I've, I've heard from a lot of folks that it's... Rachel just... McAdams is good in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, so if I'm going to shag something... Snag. Snag something. There's a scene. Shag it all. There's a scene that's like a second long scene in this movie that is like sad and the funniest fucking thing that I have ever seen. And it is in the background when Regina George is in her house and her sister is watching <gasps> Girls Gone oh Wild my God. on the TV. Yes. And she is flashing the yes. TV. Working and flat. And it is sad and makes me fucking laugh so hard every <laughs> single one. time that I, I see it. That. And it's one of like the most like it's like left an impression on me from this movie because I'm just like, oh my God, it's so yeah. fucking wild. But yeah. it, I mean that's the house where that shit's gonna happen. That right? would be like, that's so accurate. It's so on point. And and early on she's doing like the same dance moves that they end up doing at the like the yep. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They're doing like the same type of moves there. It's it's pretty classic. Dude. So crazy. So crazy. But yeah, freaking uh I love that scene. I there's there's a couple of those that that really hit in this movie, but that one for me, it's super short and it gets me every time. Love it. Um that was everybody snack. Yeah. Everybody snack. Okay. Body bag. Who wants to go first? Hmm. I will body bag dated references to the LGBTQ community. Okay. That Damien plays the gay best friend fairly mm. well, right. but the too gay to function right. just cuts mm. a little close. And then the fact that kind of the hidden plot line that we don't reveal till the end is that Janice was kind of ostracized because Regina said right. she was a lesbian, which she ends up not being, but she at the same Lebanese. time, yep. yeah, yeah, which is kind <laughs> of a funny joke. No, but that's in this fucking, day and age, it's fucking, a little wince. It's worthy. absolutely hilarious <laughs> that somebody misinterpreted her, Regina George misheard her saying that she was a lesbian. She was a lesbian when she said she was Lebanese, and that like started the whole thing. I think that's pretty fucking clever. However. I do think that, like, they sort of, like, you can tell this is 2000, like, early mm-hmm. 2000s. She, Janice was just so wounded by this, right? Every single time it yeah. comes up, she mm-hmm. cuts it off. Yep. She doesn't want to hear about it. This is, like, a turning point for her in her young oh, life. Oh, so, so wait, so let me understand completely. So you don't you don't like that she was so upset about it, that she was so, like, like this, this was such a horrible thing for someone to say that she was a lesbian, that she was, oh, I, yes. I get that. Okay, I get yeah. that. I get right. that. Right. And Janice is kind of my body bag because I would say, and and again, maybe she had a, a deep wound to, yeah, get revenge on. But still, like, again, she was mean just to be mean. Like, yeah. she kind of set up Katie to do all the bad things. She was like the mastermind behind it all. So if you want to talk mean girls, <laughs> she's kind of the one. Yeah, for okay. sure. Brad? Um, 
I'm going to say Katie getting the, the spring fling queen or whatever it was uh -huh. like, like it doesn't necessarily make any sense. Cause okay. She does kind of a tone. Like she, she stands up at the little, uh, meeting and says it was her. So she gets in trouble. Why the hell is then all of a sudden she's getting spring fling queen? Remember though, half the students voted for her just because yeah. she pushed. Yes, oh, she thought she was like, in front of those. I think there was like one her. quick clip where somebody like put a two, ballot in, boys. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I voted for Regina Queen, uh, for, <laughs> and then I'm voting because she got pushed in front. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, but I'm with you. It probably wasn't enough to like. Doesn't make, make a ton of sense to sell it. You think they would find somebody else who's kind of cool and like been like, yeah, let's let's vote for this person. I don't know. The fact that she gets it, and of course, she gets her. She gets to make her little speech and stuff. It was just, uh -huh. I think they just had trouble figuring out how to end the movie, and so they're like, "No, eh, right. I guess we'll do it this way." Yeah. I'm gonna be super annoying and and just say reiterate what I said earlier <laughs> in the podcast. The fact that Lindsay Lohan was getting flack or people were telling her, yeah, how does it feel brutal. to be a plus size actress in this role? That's insane. When she was extremely thin and looked great is right. just and a teenager. fucking gross. Mm -hmm. And 18 years old. Yeah, it's just yeah. super gross. Just fucking no wonder she had like body image issues and things like that. Like that's just terrible. Well, in, so. in the movie we talked about um, uh, Notting Hill a couple weeks ago. I talked about paparazzi and I mean, if there's anybody who had to go through like the, just the waves and waves of paparazzi, Lindsay Lohan is a right. person just trying to navigate that from 18 to whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. it's no wonder she like yeah. flipped the fuck out and was doing coke and just going wild. Well, and Julia Roberts' character in that movie said she'd been on a diet since she was however yeah, old. Right. I mean, that's just a yep. fact of life yep. if you're in that business. Absolutely. Crazy stuff. Um, yeah, I was going to body bag like just drugs and alcohol in general for ruining her career. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to red rather body bag the biggest jump scare in the history of film. <laughs> body bagging that? I'm glad you get to mention it. Because it scared me so much. That's one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> What's the jump scare? The, the, the bus. She the gets bus? hit by a bus. Dude, Which one? Awesome. There's a couple. The, well, first the, one, the hit hit. The first one. Because it's just, it's one of those things you're watching the movie. It's been funny. It's been great. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes this crazy jump scare. And it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of From a running times. joke. I mentioned it. It is. No, that's a beautiful before, body bag. That's perfect. <laughs> I also, I also want to piggyback my body bag with another, like, like I'm not trying to be too anything, but like. The weird thing of like young women calling other young women sluts and whores, mm -hmm. like I yeah. don't, I it don't happens, understand. Yeah. I, it totally happens, but like I just I don't get that. And and Tina Fey even says in the thing like, you guys have got to quit calling each other sluts because it makes it okay for the boys to call you sluts, right? right? Like. I don't know, man. Maybe that's like an antiquated like thing. Like people, maybe that's not happening anymore, but I'm sure it is. Like, I'm sure that like the worst thing that you can call like a young girl in high school by another girl is like that right. she's a slut or a whore or whatever it is. Like, I fucking hate that. Yeah. It just makes, it feels gross to me. All right. Sure moving on was. to the next segment. Crackle, Pluto, HBO, Banana, May on Crunchyroll, Peacock, Hulu, Disney, Netflix, Doobie, Sling TV, Okay, what are some uh, movies that uh, you guys would like to recommend based on Mean Girls? Mm. Who's got one? So I, I've got one. Uh, so one of my favorite movies of all time, we've done a podcast on it, um, Dazed and Confused, the 1993 Richard Linklater. Uh, it's on Hulu. And if you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's super awesome. Not the same type of comedy as Mean Girls, 
but it's uh, based in high school, um, nineteen seventy nine, I believe. Definitely a lot of clicks going on. Super clicky, some mean girl action, um, great music, great acting. Young Ben Affleck, guy that touches his nose a lot, like freaking <laughs> Wiley Wiggins, dude. It's just it's such a classic movie for me, and uh, makes me think of just being young and. Uh, you know, it was even, you know, it was like 20 years after Scott was in high school, but like, it's like right around the same time. So you guys <laughs> check it out. It's really good. It's on Hulu right now. The story of Tim Linscombe. <laughs> it's very Tim Linscombe. So, <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Brad, what do you got? Oh, Melissa's got something. I don't have a movie. I have a series. Perfect. Yes. Um, so I feel like the beginning of Mean Girls is kind of the worst of what high school might be. Towards the end, you start to get a glimpse of what it might be if people are kind of accepting of who all of the different cliques are. So my daughter has gotten me watching the series Heartstopper on Netflix, which is based on a graphic novel. And it just seems to me like a utopia of what high school may be if everyone is accepted for who they are. So Hmm. British series, fabulous. There are two series out right now on Netflix. Um, Yeah, based on the British graphic novel. Cool. Involves rugby, I believe. <laughs> it does, <laughs> yes. Right. There's some rugby. Ruggers. Yeah, there are some trips to Paris. It's uh, all a good time. I wish I went to school there. Carrie, has your boyfriend watched it? <laughs> I will be sure to ask. <laughs> Imagine, just I always think about like living in Europe, the fact that like if in whatever country you're in, you can just be in a different country like within like two, three hours. Like no, no matter what direction you're going most of the time, it's like that's kind of crazy that Spain in an hour. For us, now. it's like going to a different state, but like for them, it's like, right. oh, we're just going to a different, whole different country. Well, it's more like a different county for us, honestly. Like yeah. it takes hours to get out of the state. So. Literally. I drove three and a half hours the other day just to Still get California. From San Francisco to our house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, who's next? Carrie, you got something? You know, I don't have a movie, but and this is kind of old, but the first thing that kept coming to my mind trying to think of like a mean girl was Ozark. So if you haven't seen the series Ozark, um, Ruth, she's a badass. Dude. But oh, even yeah. Wendy, like, I don't know. It might toggle between the two of them because they're yep. just they're just kind of, yeah. It's, it's so weird that I watched the first, I think, two or three seasons and I was kind of waiting for it to finish before I wanted it because it I didn't want to watch the next season until it was completely yeah. done, and I just haven't done it yet. I haven't either. I, I haven't watched the last episode or the last. I thought part Netflix of it. just just plops it all out there for you. Well, they there's no. something about finishing something that's kind of sad. <laughs> yes. though. So. strong yeah. strong women characters in that whole show though. Wendy, oh, time. Um, the, the Ruth, the, uh, the the daughter, the lady like, on the hill. Oh, dude, yeah, the freak, yeah, the badass freaking uh, like cartel lady, mm-hmm. dude. I, really strong series for sure, and especially the first two seasons. They're all super good. Yeah. Um, when I think of this movie, I got to go with one of my all-time favorites, Clueless. Ah. Uh, and uh, I don't know what it is about that. And it's, me and my brother, we quote that movie back and forth all the time. And um, this is two big burly farm dudes. <laughs> I, just, I love homies. thinking about you guys on the tractor, and like you're just like as if. <laughs> Hey, you taking the tractor over to the uh, the back the backfield today? As if. <laughs> that's, that's way harsh, Tim. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's on Paramount and Pluto with ads. Right. I love it. Brad, Picturing you and you, you and your brother watching Spartacus together. <laughs> no, it's clueless. My my still my favorite uh, high school movie of all time is Better Off Dead. Oh, good one. 
Better Off Dead is it's got a lot of different clicks and stuff, and it's just a lot of awkward people and some bullies, and uh, it's a fun time. Oh, it's so good. And it's got also, like I said in my my shag, it's got a great sidekick character. You've got Booger <laughs> as as Curtis the, Armstrong. Curtis Armstrong out there just yeah. putting in work as the, the as the buddy who just doesn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's so should good. I watch it? I think you should. I think so. I yeah. think it's one of those ones that you're gonna be like. This is a fucking weird movie, but I think you'll laugh. A couple it's times. Cusack, you know, and it's it's charming. It's, it's weird. really strange. It's really hmm. weird, but it's good. Hmm. I don't know. Guys. It's it's better. I'm it's cited over here by Zach. I, I love it. I think you'll like it better than Strange Brew, but I mean, no, I'm not going to say you're going to like it, but I think you'll like it better than Strange Brew. There you go. There has never been like an easier bet than saying that I will like anything better than I like Strange Brew. Oh man, um, but that's available on Fubo, everybody's favorite, and uh, Paramount. So. Whatever way you want to go. Very nice. All right. Let's move on to the next segment. No jet watch for Maverick. Mexico on that goose stick. Iceberg list Titanic. Leo's drawing that nude shit. Jim fucks Nadia like we all thought he should. Ricky and Doughboy get the fuck out the hood. Luke hooks up with Leia just like he's intending. It's time for a reshelf and alternate endings. Man. Okay. How would we change the ending of this movie, or would we put it into a new genre, reshelf it? You got anything, Brad? <laughs> I see a lot of blank looks on her um, I, I I really don't. I mean, I can always I can always fill in for our friend if we need to. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to know the backstory behind that bus driver that hit Regina George. Right? Yeah, because I really did. He go feel, to jail. I feel like that had to be intentional. So I feel like after that. He just keeps going after those mean girls and taking them out one by one. Oh, I love that. If uh, the 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 story is that Regina like clowned him or like yeah, because they were all personally victimized by Regina George, right? And then he literally tried to murder her. Why are you saying that it's a he? What if it's a she? And he or she? He he actually said he or she. Yeah, yeah, either one. Yeah, they. I mean. Yeah, a woman fair, might yeah. could be even more vindictive than, than a man of of uh, of hmm. somebody talking shit to them as the bus driver. I love that. I like that. I, a lot I, I just uh, still again, I'm going back to the. How did they not get fired the first time? They almost ran over <laughs> Katie. Katie at the very beginning, Katie like they're doing fifty through the middle of the high school on like the first day of school. Well, I know who the bus driver was. Oh shit. Same one from uh, Chris, Billy Madison. Chris Farley. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Um, so, so the thing that I would do is I think that there's like a there's a love story in here that never quite hits, and that is between Tim Meadows and Tina Fey. Absolutely. Right? They, they yes. kind of started off where it's like sort of uncomfortable. You can tell he's into her. She's just got divorced, so she's not super into him. He's not a piece of shit. Like out of all yeah. the people in the movie, like yeah. he's actually like pretty solid all the way through tries to do the right thing he did he not does, leave the south side for that he's hitting on her but not <laughs> creepily right you know right. what i mean he's well, just except trying, for the part where she says something about her shirt being see-through and he looks he definitely down. gives a nice he point. looks yeah. but i mean she brought attention she it. talked about her boobs being wet <laughs> and noticeable what's he fault. supposed to do like make his eyes not look down <laughs> yeah exactly blindfold exactly. i'm saying he's not a bad dude yeah. and i think that there's a potential storyline in there that probably may have been written and taken out or whatever it was where she sort of realizes that like oh hey maybe he's not so bad and she's just gotten out of a divorce and you know that's the time to swoop right there you go yeah so uh yeah i think that i think that works 
I think that works. Also, I thought that the storyline of the um, of the the kid that gets with the the friend that mm. the the Lebanese woman Kevin G with mm. Dennis, felt yeah. like a little no. like sort of shoehorned yeah. in there for me. I didn't, I didn't that, that I think a little weird. I think we take that love story out. We add Tim Meadows. I mean, they don't even have to like with hook you. up or anything. Maybe they just like he dance like he finally yes they <laughs> yeah. dance at the prom exactly they did they did. But I mean, even just like something like that. And then he like asks her out and she's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, that's all it has he's to ready. be. And then it's like, cause he's, he seems so nice. You know Maybe what I mean? I feel like at her table at the weird restaurant. She works mm. at like three days a week. Uh, oh, that's right. oh well, that's right. I take it back. Maybe he's a little creepy. <laughs> but the, the, you, as we were talking about this, it, it kind of clicked in my head when I thought about her little vest and stuff. I was like, this is absolutely Jennifer Aniston's character. Absolutely, from, yeah. From, no, from how, many, how many pieces of flair did she have? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, that's got to be a little homage or something. Yeah. I don't know. Mesh them all together. There you go. But of course, I mean, if we're if we're going to be talking about this, the, mm-hmm. the plastics, they are, I mean, just like plastic, they they are eternal because they're just a crew of vampires. They have to be the vampires. When she gets oh, hit, when she gets hit, she's definitely. I mean, that bus is flying. Like to say she that she not she die. didn't die. She definitely looked like she. Well, died. some people said <laughs> some, some people said they saw her, her head spin around. around. Oh, right. She's definitely a vampire. She yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she just pops up and first off she kills the the, the bus driver that she oh, knows yeah. has a, a a vendetta out against her, and then then it maybe just, he's Van Helsing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's who the bus driver is. <laughs> he was trying to kill her. Just let me give the movie title. (laughs) I don't know about that, but I think at prom she comes back, and when she doesn't win, it's it's bloodbath in there, and it turns into Mean Mean Girls Girls till till dawn. dawn. Shout there you it's go. Just like the, it's like the titty twister, but this time it's the the, the high school gym or whatever, yep. and 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 now it's the the girls trying to get out and survive from this zombie zombie uh, <laughs> zombie <laughs> vampire apocalypse. <laughs> awesome. Well, that is Mean Girls, and uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for uh, letting me run the board. I, I feel like I why why my, did I let you do this again? My, why, my well, big my big boy pants are on. Yeah. <laughs> because next week we're doing something a little different. We are doing a draft, and Brad Eesh. is going to be the judge. Oh, I've judged a lot of mean girls in my life. Yeah, and so he's going to judge his own wife. Uh, how how and her are we? Friend. Are we thinking that if Brad had a powdered wig, he would be like a perfect like old school judge, like uh, <laughs> with the mustache and the little go- and the goatee with like a powdered Get wig and a wig. gavel. I think you're ready, dude. You're ready to tell people that you're going to like take away their land or something. Yeah, I can make some judgments for sure and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, we're taking your land. And Put them in the town to square. Uh, you're going to be hanged at dawn. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So next week, the draft is going to be the meanest girl draft. Meanest girl in a movie. Meanest girl in a movie. And uh, we're going to argue about what that means. And so tune in next week. Uh, tell all your friends about us. Go on the, so- on the socials. Spread the word. It doesn't cost anything to tell somebody to listen to a podcast. You know? The holiday season is approaching. It's the time it for is. giving, Thanksgiving. If you give thanks to us, 
Go ahead and tell your friends about us. And if you get BVK tattooed on your forehead, we will let you be on the podcast wow. live Dude, in the cantina. It it's not visual yeah. media. Yeah. If you get a, Actually, you know what? If you get a legit tattoo of BVK anywhere on your body, you're on the pod. On the pod. For sure. But if it's on your forehead, yeah. you're a new cast member. Like, you get to be on every episode. <laughs> you can just show up whenever yeah. and just, like, just barge in you yeah. and get in. If you did a tramp stamp, I'll make a song Oh, dude. <laughs> Scotch will write you a song. Yeah. BVK, BVK tramp stamp. Oh, I might dude. get one just because it sounds awesome after yeah. you said that. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, thank you so much. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you. Nate, for having me. we miss you, kind of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.